Hi, I'm Emma, and you're listening to the Consciously Connected Podcast, a space where I chat to creators, and quite often to myself, around forming a connection within to connect to our outer worlds more clearly. I myself am a yoga teacher, an Ayurvedic practitioner, and a womb science facilitator. Combine this with five years in marketing and you have me trying to draw both of my worlds together to help creators create consciously. If this is something that you're interested in learning more about, you can find me over at ConsciousCreatorCo underscore on Instagram. But now, let's get on with the show. Hi beautiful souls and welcome back to another episode. Today I feel really cool to speak on living in alignment with your truth. And this is kind of like a little buzzword phrase, isn't it? That we hear said all of the time and for those of us that have no idea what that looks like or maybe aren't actually living in alignment with our truth at the moment, perhaps this phrase can be a little confronting. So if you've listened to those words and rolled your eyes and thought about switching off the podcast, as you may know, because I've spoken about it a fair amount, I am currently reading The Happy Sexy Millionaire book by Stephen Bartlett. And it's an amazing book because it is really kind of calling bullshit on so much of the business world and naturally even if you own like a spiritual business and you consider yourself to be a really conscious creator you still do fall under the bracket of business so there's a lot of home truths in there and there's a couple of chapters that I've seen the title of them and I've been like oh like I know this is going to bring up some stuff like even the title feels confronting And I want to read you an example of this because this made me laugh out loud, but it also made me like, yeah, shit. And one of the quotes is, follow your passion, quote unquote, has become a powerful piece of anxiety inducing career bullshit. (laughs) And just for a bit more background, it goes on to say, These toxic questions, words and statements are the cause of disproportionate amounts of anxiety, stress and chronic overthinking in today's society. And maybe I fall into the box of being a little bit guilty of this, of kind of talking about this passion and purpose and not really considering the fact that that actually does create a lot of pressure for people and... I remember having a major wobble the other week of just being like, oh God, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm struggling. I just don't know where I want to put my energy, what I feel inspired by at the moment. And this is very normal. And this is one thing I love about this book is like Stephen Bartlett talks about the fact that he's a lazy CEO. Like, he doesn't have his shit figured out. He doesn't wake up at 4am and meditate and run for an hour like we see so many CEOs claim to in their debut magazine feature. And I think this is a very normal part of the process, but 
when I was experiencing this wobble, there was kind of this underlying sense of, oh no, but shit, I've got to have it figured out. And I'm doing something right now and I'm not entirely passionate about it. Is this fulfilling my purpose? Like, yes, it's earning money, but is it something I really want to do? And just massively overthinking it. And yeah, like Stephen says, it was causing me anxiety, stress and chronic overthinking. Like that's exactly what it was doing. Because we see these versions of like a new wave of success, quote unquote, that really looks like purpose and passion. And if we aren't there yet, like we're not sure what we're passionate about or what we feel purposeful towards, it can create a lot of anxiety. And for me, what I think it is, is these ideas of purpose and and passion seem to be being tied in with this concept of perfection and everything you do having to tie so inherently into a sense of purpose and you have to feel passion through every inch of your being all day every day and that's so unrealistic and beyond that I think it also puts a hold on us actually connecting to a real sense of passion and purpose because we kind of feel like there's this idea of how that should look. Like, for example, one of my closest friends were very, very similar. But for me, being in an office doesn't work. It just doesn't. I feel very squashed in terms of my creativity and my fluidity and just my freedom to work when I feel called to work. And even though we're similar in so, so many ways, we're like the kind of friends that finish each other's sentences, know what each other needs instantly, we couldn't be more polar opposite in that. Like for her, she needs that structure of an office. She needs the nine to five, the kind of high pressure job to feel inspired. And we're kind of seeing it now. And maybe, like I said, I may have been guilty of this of kind of thinking that purpose and passion has to be this almost unachievable goal. Because if you are working in employment, or if you aren't the owner of a spiritual business, or if you don't jump out of bed every single morning excited to go to work, we're painting this picture that that's not living in alignment with your truth. And that's not true. And this other line in the book really jumped out to me and it said, you have to become the author of your own script, one written by your heart, not one directed by your society. And so this has many different layers to it. For those of us creating these spiritual businesses and really wanting to step out of this linear way of working, that is us following our own script. But that script isn't for everyone. And I think a lot of us have this idea of running our own business and running a spiritual business. And then the reality of it isn't what we thought it would be. We really had this idea that we'd wake up with purpose and passion every single day. And actually for me, starting my own business has been one of the most confronting, challenging things I've ever done. And I've had so many moments where I've thought, what is my purpose in this? Like, I can't even feel passionate about this because I'm so overwhelmed by all of the inner scripts that are rising to the surface that I have to work through. 
And so this is what I mean by this kind of concept of pressured passion that Stephen talks about. And I think it's really, really interesting. And a concept that really ties into this is internal and external motivations. And for those of you who don't know, I studied advertising at university, which was based on the psychology of advertising. And this is something that we really looked at. Essentially, external motivation is the things that you are motivated by due to how it looks to others, how it's going to make you feel in terms of status and ego. So for example, I want to go to the gym and your motivation is because you want to do a gym selfie and you want to tell the world that you're getting fit and healthy and you want to show off your body. You are externally motivated to do that. If you were internally motivated to do that, your reasoning may look like, I want to feel good in myself. I want to feel active. I want to feel stronger. I want to release those endorphins so that I'm in a better mood. You are entirely motivated by yourself. And the whole premise here is that when we are externally motivated by something, so really just for others' perception of it, that motivation wavers very, very easily. It doesn't really feel true to self. And in our sharing obsessed generation, like we are always going to have an element of external motivation because we share everything we do. So that's naturally going to be an underlying part of why we do things. You know, when you go somewhere cool and you pull out your phone and you can't wait to post it on social media, like that is the world that we live in. And the two can work together, but it has to make sure that there's internal motivation in there. And I think this actually really does apply to the spiritual business world because a lot of people are creating these businesses that they think that they should create. And actually they want to be able to say, yeah, I have that six figure salary and I own my own spiritual company, I'm raising the consciousness of the world. And it's actually externally motivated. And in this book, it talks about how when young people are asked what they want to do, it's to change the world. And Stephen talks about the fact that this is actually an external motivation. It's because we want the status of being able to say that we're changing the world. When actually, if we were internally motivated, we would be really specific about that. Like, I want to help women connect back to their unique essence in their creations. That's an internal motivation. That's not me thinking about how I externally look to the world. And this ties into that sense of purpose because we have to be honest with ourselves and ask, is this my purpose? Or is this a purpose that I would like to fulfill? That I want to show the world that I'm fulfilling? And such a powerful part of this chapter was talking about the top five regrets of dying. And you've probably heard this before, but one of the greatest regrets was, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Essentially, that is living an externally motivated life and not actually what we want to be doing. And we don't just get to enter into a conscious business space 
and automatically have a sense of purpose. If you've ever seen my sharing on social media or the ways that I talk to my clients, I'm really, really honest about this and say, if you are looking to start this conscious business and it's something that you feel really connected to and you want to share with the world, if it isn't coming from a consciously connected place, it's going to feel the exact same as that job you had before that wasn't fulfilling, that you felt burnt out from, and that you didn't feel like was purposeful. And it's really interesting because we talk about this concept of no one really ever feels burnt out from doing things that they love doing and they feel connected to and they feel in alignment with. And so if you come to a conscious business because you feel like it is something that will look good to do, like it will really look like you're raising the consciousness of the world and you're kind of autonomous over your work and you can live an abundant life and all of these different things, when you get there, you're going to have a lack of fulfillment. You are not going to feel purposeful and passionate in the way that you hope. Because essentially, you've disconnected from self. And this is what my whole ethos behind this company really is, because I did it. Right, I went from the corporate world and then I started a conscious business. I became a yoga teacher and I went to market myself in the way that I've always known, in the way that I've studied in my degree, in the way that I've been doing for my clients for the last five years. And I felt icky. I didn't want to put out offerings anymore. I didn't want to show up on social media. I didn't want to share with the world because I was portraying these offerings in a way that was externally motivated and also creating offerings that were externally motivated. Like even some of the classes and the events that I was hosting were really because I thought that they would look good. And I liked how they made my ego feel. And at the time, I didn't realize this. But it was only when I kind of got to that business burnout again that I really realized it's because I was creating things that weren't in alignment and then sharing them in a way that didn't feel aligned. And this is powerful, right? Because we really do think that this route to purpose and passion and owning our own businesses that are conscious are going to solve all of the problems that we've faced in that corporate world. We're never going to feel burnt out. We're always going to feel inspired to show up always going to enjoy whatever it is we're doing and unless we form that conscious connection within which essentially means we are internally motivated to do the things that we are doing we're never going to feel that way about our businesses in all of my coaching sessions I take a deep dive into our internal motivations we get really clear on what it is we value the types of creators that we are, so we will be able to show up with offerings that truly feel aligned and create in a way that we feel so connected to that that purpose and passion isn't going to be something that we need to sit and be like, right, what's my purpose, what's my passion? It's just going to inherently flow through us. 
And so if this sounds like something you are interested in, drop me a message. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you would like to come and connect with some fellow conscious creators, you can find me at consciouscreatorco underscore. And if you would like to work with me on a one-to-one or a group capacity to help you find that conscious creation that I know is sitting within you, then you can book a free 15-minute call with me in the link in the show notes. I hope you have a consciously connected day.